fourth be with you. And also with you, mate. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with all of us. Cheers, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Cheers. It's our Christmas, really. This is our Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to uh, no time listener of the pod, Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who also had a baby on Saturday. I saw oh, that. This guy's yeah. never listened to the pod. And his birthday is May the 4th. I and know. It's one of Tristan's best mates. Lived with him for two and a half years. Never listened to the pod. Uh, Maybe really this could be the turnaround. Really? Happy birthday. Giving him a shout out. Happy birthday and go fuck yourself, Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you'll definitely have to listen now <laughs> So it is uh, Tuesday, May 4 Not only a week Not only where the date was in the week that we record But yep. the date is, it the, is day. the day That's yeah. it Which guarantees that no listener will actually be listening to it on the day But we're excited Are you challenging me to get this thing done <laughs> tonight? Yes. I reckon yes. you could do it I think you could do it I think you could do it Yeah I think, I think at the end of the recording he needs to get the fuck out of my house yeah. before he does. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but he can do it. We're not you can't do it here. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to do things a little different today. Um, we are theming most of our stuff, we think. We're not 100% sure, around Star Wars. Mostly. Mostly. Most yeah. of it. Yes, yes. I mean, we're, we're theming the pods by theme, but this is a very special thing. Mm-hmm. That was I mean, the, this is a subject very dear to all of our hearts. Was it is Nerd Christmas. confusing brief in the series of meandering WhatsApp messages I got from you this week. It was my son's fourth birthday. I had to do things, you know, <laughs> like take him to the aquarium. And... May the fourth birthday be with you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, that doesn't work. I know. Um... But you thanked me, so it's too late. I've taken it. I've taken it. Uh, so we are gonna, yeah, we're theming things Star Wars. So let's start off with. So you know, we're we're counting down a lot of. We're not doing top fives of things. We're gonna list our favorite favorite five things. things. Yeah, favorite yeah. things. It's gonna be yep. confusing. Um, yep. are we doing the manly feat of the Star Wars universe of the week? No. Or are we? Are you guys doing manly feats of the week? No, we said that it would be hero of the Star Wars universe. To start with? Manly, just us. Just okay. things. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I really like that we're sorting out the logistics of the pod <laughs> on the pod. So, yeah. uh, welcome behind the curtain, listeners. Uh, so, let's start with the actual manly feat of the week that is us. Yes. And then we're going to go to Star Wars hero of the week. All right. Then we're going to do a normal TBA rap. Alright, yeah. And then we go down the Star Wars rabbit hole like a uh, mofo. Yeah. Oh, let's not forget the non-Star Wars related hold my beer. Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, well, Phil, why don't you kick, kick, kick it off? Manly feed of the week was quality time with my niece and nephew. Lovely. So I saw them on Sunday, played lots of video games, took them for walks around the park, yeah. caught some Pokemon on Pokemon Go. That's still a thing? Still a thing. I can't believe that's still a thing. I, still, I had to re-download it, but it's still a thing. And people are playing it. Yep. Is it like back in the heyday where you'd I mean, go to like a place because there was a Charmander and there'd be like 500 people there? Absolutely not. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the only two people still playing it are children. I say the only two. The only people still playing it are actual children now. And yeah. you. Um, and me because, uh, yeah, at the end of the day. I gave up two of my most valued Pokemon to those children because, well, I haven't played it in about no, four years. No, it's not your my Squirtle. I, ha- I let go of my Snorlax. Oh, wow. Yes, God. yes. And uh, and my, whatever the evolution of Growlithe is, I can't remember. But a very cool looking lion thing. Wonderful. I guess anyway. next week will be the time you introduce the pod to your family. Yes. <laughs> Quality family In time. In Brisbane. In Brisbane. You flew. Yeah. Uh, and that explains also why you're playing Mario Kart World Rally again, maybe. Because yes. you got into this whole, ooh, you know. This, yes. Yeah. I do remember when uh, Pokemon Pokemon Go became a thing, and you would walk like Opera House was yeah. just swarmed with predominantly Asian 
people playing these games. I mean, that's an outrageous comment, but it, go on. Just the truth. I mean, right, yeah. um, it's not a racial thing. They just, they, they love mean, these you, things. I mean, you made it a racial thing. I didn't say I, I didn't say I was against <laughs> it, but I just, I don't know. Swarm of it, and I'm thinking like, oh, it, there must be some celebrity there or yes. something big. Oh, yeah. that's a lot of tourists who are in at the moment. No, they're all just on their phone yeah. collecting yeah. The Pokemon. What do you I mean? remember the day I came out, I made my, my partner at the time just walk around the dark streets of Dulwich Hill at half past 11 at night looking for Pokemon. Yeah, you were the first person, I think, who I knew was playing yeah, it. Yeah, because I think I saw it on Reddit or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'll give this a go because, ah. you know, why not? I like this whole augmented reality idea. And I'm just like, for about two days, just like when I downloaded The Sims for the first time. For about two days, that's all you want to do. And then you grow up and you put it away. Not you though. No. <laughs> no. I put it away and then I get it out and I put it away and then I get it out. Oh, yeah. Like the story things. of your yeah. life, mate. Like yeah. other things. So, and you're saying you thought there was a celebrity there. There was a celebrity there. Uh, a Charmander. I was going to say something. <laughs> that's right. Weird. Which is the ultimate celebrity. I don't. And that's why Charmander is our hero, hero. <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Unless Charmander's in Star Wars, mate. He doesn't get a look at Yeah, we are so off Star Wars brand. We've got so Switch straight into Pokemon. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, bring high quality home. Uncle Tom. Lovely. Yep. Very lovely. So actually, I, I got a very good. similar. Good work, boy. You're not talking about your beard or showering. I know. That's impressive. Yeah. It's just my selfless act for the year. <laughs> I had a very similar little manly moment, and I think you got to you got to have those sensitive times. I had a very sweet little day on Monday with my daughter. We went to Spotlight. We bought art supplies, and I made her a smock out of one of my old shirt. One of my old shirts. And we spent a couple of hours with paint and glitter and we made a Mother's Day surprise for my wife. Ah. And then it was off to Big W together to print off a bunch of digital photos and buy a card. I just felt so dadly. Like, I'm just, the whole time, I'm like, God, I'm being such a bloody great dad today. And that's a really manly thing. Being a good dad for your kids, even if you do end up painted purple, covered in glitter, doesn't matter. It's nothing more manly than being a good dad. He's mocking me for getting into Pokemon for the children in my life. And uh, suddenly this is all very manly to be covered in glitter. <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Uh, I think Adzo's referring to, you know, potentially those, you know, mostly television commercials or shows yes. where the men are, you know, oh, yes. most manly by doing, you know, yes. look what a great father he is because he's dressed up as a fairy. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also you can never underestimate how, or overestimate, I should say, how... Uh, how much is walking into Bunnings doing anything elevates that level of manliness? No, right? I mean, it's it does like, step oh, up a notch. Yeah. Yes. I. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. When the I, manly coefficient of Bunnings, it's like a multiplier. Yeah, and even though you know, I mean, I don't belong there, really. Yes, I mean, no. I don't know what I'm doing there. You no. know that the moment you walk in. None of the three of us do. <laughs> and yet, we've got a podcast about being men. I know. I once bought a sledgehammer from there just to get, when we were knocking down our. Uh, <laughs> our uh, um, Child's what's that? What's that thing? A what cubby house. A cubby, cubby house. house. Yeah, and it actually worked. Oh right. Yeah. Well, you went and bought a sledgehammer. Uh-huh. Did they say, "Do you need Carl to assist you back to your house to <laughs> perform this act for I you?" I think or? this. I think this sledgehammer is is more than enough. Yeah. All right. So I went. I went down the path of what I. To be fair, no. In my defence, no. You guys were right. I didn't okay. quite work it out. So I did. The manliest oh feat God, of the yeah. Star Wars universe. Okay, just hold on for one second yeah. before we do that. I just realised something. Yeah. We didn't get to what you did to your house. No, well, I put glitter all over it. 
Oh, I, I guess that kind of counts. If, if that's a thing. Okay, okay. I was the, just a little confused. The, the I'm like, herpes of the craft world. You know, I've got glitter everywhere in my house. And you can't get rid of it. You can vacuum. Like, it's in the bathtub. It is the herpes of the craft My baby's covered in glitter. I stick her in the bathtub. like, thank God for that. I went to fill up the tub this morning. The tub's full of glitter. Yep. Where is this all coming from? Yep. Once glitter is down, yeah, it's, it's, it's there. there. It's we have over. to move. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> My kids got glitter in the garden. You yeah, yeah. They're forever now. <laughs> forever there will be yep. this glistening. Shiny garden. Yeah. Uh, so my manliest feat of the Star Wars universe <laughs> yeah. was... It always sticks with me. That switch when Han Solo is going into the Carbonite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Princess Leia says to him, I love you. Yeah. And he goes, I know. I know. Yeah. And then it's mm. switched... When he says it to her in Jedi. In Jedi, when yeah. they're when she's got the gun, I think it's around the time he touches her boob. Yes, yeah. same. They're at that entrance to the. Uh, the That's not the manly feet, by the way. Nice. Just to check where, where the power generator is. They're at that entrance. Is like, oh, and like the couple yep. stormtroopers, and she's like sneakily pulls his gun out. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, I that know. is yeah. in the modern day manly feet of yeah. the universe because that's when hands. You know, brash, you know, sort of chauvinistic cocksure. way, cocksure yeah. way, yeah. Uh, switches to, oh yeah, she's wearing the pants here. Yeah, yeah. 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 You've got me. Yeah. So that's my manliest feat of the Star Wars universe. When Han Solo turns to become the holistic man that we all knew Understood. Yeah, was Understood. within him. The man yeah. within him. Could we also say that your manly feat of the week was not reading your texts correctly? <laughs> sure. Because we had all of this figured out on the WhatsApp. And you've just gone your own direction like a classic and man. also running and looking after my child's fourth birthday. That's not... And writing to her. You told me that present. you hired a magician yep. to do all the hard work. Okay, and he, did, he did a great job while we, we had some beers. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty manly. I mean, that's very manly. Yeah. That's very manly. I love the fact that out of all of the Star Wars universe, I mean, there's one where a, where a man literally flew a small spaceship and shot down a tiny hole to blow up an entire Death Star, but um, he didn't you know. do that though. It was the Force, or he fought a gigantic like dragon type Rancor yep. with only a bone in his hand. Yep. But no, no, it was when they snuggled up in front I of the power. I didn't notice he had his bone in his hand. It's true. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm claim I'm claiming this one because my niece and nephew are awesome. I'm claiming it. <laughs> okay, you can. Have All right. it. I'm claiming it. Oh, he's taking it. Yes. Well, we never. I got them when they're we tired. Generally don't award we don't. Yes. But so anyway, don't we've been doing this for six months, and uh... that's okay. I'm taking it. <laughs> Say the line, dude. <laughs> Say the, the line, boy. From the fat team to you. This is the Free Man Podcast. Strap in, gentlemen. Star Wars universe of the week, or just of the Amazing. Star Wars universe yeah. of the Star Wars. Universe. I like okay, it. absolutely. Uh, I'll go. Do you want me to go first? Yes. No, I'll go first. Alright, you go because first. I don't want someone else. Alright, you go first. Alright, okay. My hero. I reckon. I reckon Chappie knows who my one is. Oh really? If oh. he thinks properly, but you go okay. first, Adam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it Salacious Crumb? Nope. Well, then we're fine. Um, now, my hero of the Star Wars universe <laughs> goes to Chewie. Goes to Chewbacca. Ah, nice. From his early days as a military leader on Kashyyyk, fighting in the Clone Wars. 
uh, to the original series where he fought with the amazing team against, you know, he had torture on him, incredible odds, never got any recognition, didn't get a medal pinned to his chest when everyone else got medals pinned to their chest. Even fighting with a whole new crew after all of his mates have been killed or died, still kicking ass. The furry oaf that never gives up. He doesn't care what he smells. He gets in there. Chewbacca's my hero of the Star Wars universe. Nice. Solid start. Yep. I'm glad they didn't put medals on his chest because he wasn't wearing any clothes. Yeah, that would really hurt. Yep. Um, you know, fun fact, fun fact about that noise mm. is it was a mix of... So they, they filmed like a lot... Oh, they recorded a, like sea, sea lion. lion. A sea lion and an elephant. Elephant. There were yeah. four different types of animals yeah. that made up that sound. Oh, amazing. They could have yeah. just called Phil. They could have. <laughs> quite a good, good Chewbacca, bro. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, never understood why there was three Ys in his planet name, but that's, that's okay. Kashyyyk. Yeah. Because it's the Star Wars universe. <laughs> just, hey, this looks too normal. Let's put in two Ys. Yeah. Three Ys. All right, now we're in Star yeah, Wars. no problem with someone being named Qui-Gon Jinn, but uh, three Ys in Kashyyyk and you're I out. never said I liked Qui-Gon Jinn. Did you say you liked Qui-Gon Jinn? Nobody liked Qui-Gon Jinn. Like Qui -Gon Jinn. I just don't know why there were three Ys. Why, why, why? Why, why, why? 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 Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, good pick, bro. Good pick. Me? Go yeah. Uh, mine is Wedge Antilles. Oh, I was thinking about doing Wedge. You don't know who Wedge Antilles is, do know. you? So Wedge Antilles is the... Uh, he's the constant. So yep. he is the pi He's an X-Wing pilot. Yep. yep. Uh, he blows What's up... What's his call sign? Is he God Leader? Wedge. No, it's not. He's the... It's called Wedge. <laughs> hey, Wedge! Hey, Wedge! Give we, us some covering uh, fire, Wedge. Wedge. With, three, with three Ys. So, uh, Chappie... Wedgie. Um, Chappie, one of the godfathers of the pod. Yeah. Uh, he and I, when we got into the Star Wars universe back in high school... Oh, yeah. yeah. Was when I started to get into aviation, and Wedge was this pilot who yeah. uh, was solidly good. Yeah. Was one of the rare ex, you know, fighter pilots that actually survived the initial... Death Star attack. Yep. So he was the when we you know when they fly back out yep. of the blowing up Death Star. I think it's basically Luke, Wedge Antilles, yep. the Millennium Falcon, and maybe there's one other there. I'm not yep. sure. There aren't many. No, there's not too many. And then go to the go to Jedi. Wedge Antilles is the other pilot in the X-wing with the Millennium Falcon, yep. bringing down the second Death Star yep. from yep. within too, and they mm -hmm. get out. So Wedge actually blows up using missiles, and he gets out there first. Yep. Um, and then the Millennium Falcon just blows out um, just just before it explodes. And again, very um, very little recognition. And he got very almost little as recognition. if he doesn't need it. Yep, he knows what he, he is. He knows what he is. Yeah. He knew he was one of the strong supporting fighter pilots of the X Wing fleet and of the Rebellion fleet, and my hero of the universe. Because everyone has, you know, and I agree with Chewie. You know, like everyone else has some sort of other motives. Those guys were just in it to yeah. to be heroes. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Some say his foils are still locked in a tax position this very day. Boom. Phil. Very up nice. Chewie and Wedge. Oh. I like Luke Skywalker <laughs> because just you, he went and then he became a Jedi. Oh, I've got a much better one than okay, that. Come, you're going to have to bear with me. But I do want to tip the hat to Wedge until he's because you're right. He's the one non-show pony of them all. He's the not rest of them are all dancing around going, look at me, look what I did, but he's just getting the job done. They did and do every, that a lot. every team needs a Wedge Antilles. Yeah. Now, my hero of the Star Wars universe, bear with me. Somehow it's leading back to Vin, but... It's going to be, yeah. Is Ryan Johnson. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Who's Ryan Johnson? The director of the eighth one. 
I'm settling, I'm settling down for this one, bro. Settle in. I hope yeah. you're going to talk about how good Knives Out was, because I thought that was pretty sweet. Okay, so the reason why Ryan Johnson is my hero of the Star Wars universe is that, essentially, his work made it abundantly clear to the majority of fans that the new trilogy is dog shit. Because you had the first of the new trilogy, yeah. and it wasn't half bad. It was very repetitive. Yeah. But it was like... It's very familiar. Yeah, it was J.J. Abrams. You yeah. think, this might be alright. And yeah. then Ryan Johnson just came in and just went, no, we're, we're going to fuck this. We're going to fuck this right up, right? And I so, thought he had some really good ideas. But if you think about it, right, in a way, he's now made the prequels look good by comparison. Yeah, that's kind of true. And so I've got a theory with this. I've got a theory that actually Ryan Johnson and George Lucas are in cahoots. And the oh. George Lucas, in fact, is an evil genius. Make my earlier work look better by just completely obliterating the uh, the sequel trilogy. This is the rabbit hole I've gone down. Wow. The prequels come out, they're kind of shit. Yeah. It's really kind of shat on George Lucas's legacy to a degree. Mm. Lucas finally gives up and sells to Disney. The, the new one comes in, first Disney movie... And it's pretty good. And he's getting worried. Yeah, I enjoyed it. He's getting worried. He's looking at it going, you know what? They, they are going to show me up here. Mm. And I'm, I'm going to lose my place as the godfather of the Star Wars universe. And J.J. Abrams has done a decent job. And so in comes Johnson. Mm. He changes it. He fucks it. They bring back J.J. Abrams to try and fix it. He fucks it even, even further. More. Yeah. And now we're on the pod. And we've had this argument before. Mm-hmm. Well, not even an argument. More of an agreement. That the prequels are much better than the new ones. I wouldn't say I, much. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think you guys are against me, but yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm not, not going to argue. I might be exaggerating a little bit yeah. when I say much, but they are better. They're better. And so all of a sudden, it's like, no, 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 it was much better in the Lucas era, is basically it. And so, boom, it's worse than the prequels. Boom, the prequels look good in comparison, and Luke George Lucas looks like a genius. Fa- fascinating, mm. fascinating, mm. Uh, and you may well, very well, be onto something there. And I'm pretty sure I am. And I did. And and <laughs> and, and to go back to you know, that conversation we did have, I think it was last year about it, because yes. you guys were both quite adamant that the prequels were better, and I was saying no. I I understood it because I I think then after that I watched the prequels with my children, yeah, and they actually quite enjoyed the prequels, and yeah. through them I got to enjoy them a little bit, which is not hard to do, sure. a little bit yeah. more than what I when I originally watched them, yeah, because there were. It was a bit more lighthearted in many ways. There was, yeah. you know, I think of the new ones. Yes. And uh, yeah, apart from the Force, the Force Awakens, I can't really. I don't have to rush back to see the other two. I you couldn't tell you Plus. a thing that happened to the Force Awakens. To tell you the truth, I saw all three of them at the cinema. Well, it's basically once. a New Hope. It just no, I know that, but doesn't Han Solo die or something? Yes. Is that in the, the spoiler Force, alert? Is that in the Force Awakens? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. He's killed by Chewbacca. No, Chewbacca watches him die. Yeah. He's killed by Kylo Ren. Ren. Killed Kylo by Ren. Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. God, shit. But honestly, I saw all three of the cinemas I, I thought I, I had to do, yeah. and I have no interest in watching any of them again. I still say the yeah. best movie of the new ones is was the Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. yeah. And Solo. Yeah. Good and call, Solo's right. And look, a close so second... An anti-hero. A close second in the hero was that weird monster... <laughs> that, weird, on the pod. that weird monster with the milk nipple. Uh, that sustained the blue uh, milk. That sustained yeah. Luke Skywalker <laughs> on that weird island. 
I mean, how else was he going to sustain himself? Another fun fact. Mm. Did you know that the puffins <laughs> on that aisle... That, that He's so upset. He's so upset. I, I'm just well aware that we have a what's your favourite trivia fact... Star yeah, but you, I don't know if you've got these ones yet. Just while he's talking about it. Why would I have a trivia fact about the puffins? Because apparently on that uh, that island that they filmed at in yep. the UK or somewhere, yes. Yes. the island was rampant with puffins. Yep. So in many ways, they were kept, they kept saying they're going to ruin the shots. So they in, that's why they look like puffins, those little creatures. Oh. They integrated the creatures in because they couldn't get rid of all of them. And because and they became part there of the is film. nothing that the Star Wars machine cannot merchandise. George Lucas and <laughs> also George Lucas as we know is against CGI in any way shape or form <laughs> yeah, that's right so he wanted to make it look as natural as possible that's right uh, good call so he's like an anti-hero in a way he's yeah. the yeah yeah he's yeah. like he, he's, the, he's the Jesus of, uh, of the Star Wars universe he's died for is George he? Lucas's sins okay you see where I'm going with it no but we should move on uh, we should definitely move along right now <laughs> Every time I try and bring this pod into like, um, we're not going to get super famous unless we can, you know, you go, you go start saying some shit out there, bro. Like, you know, you don't believe Brittany Higgins or, uh, you know, <laughs> you just got to start doing that. I know you don't believe it, but you just got to say it so that we get out there and then, you know, we get all, all, all publicity is good publicity. Isn't that what they say? No, it's not. It's not. I don't want to be cancelled on Twitter by Clementine Ford because <laughs> no, you convinced me to say same. some stupid shit on your fucking podcast. <laughs> You're trying to get the sound bite. I love it. I love it. I read a thing that... Um, <laughs> How could you say that, Adzo? <laughs> I read a thing... You're this, just chipping up I read words. a thing this week that Brett Favre, who was a quarterback for uh, Green Bay... Yeah, he, he just, was in something about Mary. He just says bullshit on his podcast so that he just gets... Yep. He gets hate, other, hate clicks. No, so he gets asked to go onto other podcasts oh, right, and okay. interviews to talk about what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you say that the Holocaust didn't exist on your podcast? Well, I did, but I didn't mean it. Yeah. You know, and then suddenly oh, we're a God. guest on other podcasts. You wow. know. Yeah. You've really thought this through. I'm thinking, bro. It's yeah, okay. time to market this. Are we? Yeah. Are we? Maybe we should talk about this business venture on the WhatsApp and not on the podcast. <laughs> and, and have we hit? If you that read the WhatsApp, of, have we hit that level of desperation no, yeah. station already, Tristan? We have. All right. So here, are we? Are we nominating our ultimate hero? Or we yes, just Chewbacca. Him? Okay, fine. Um, I, I really think it's Ryan Johnson, but not a, oh. you, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. Why don't you just give it to George Lucas right, anyway, for inventing the whole... I'll, I'll look at what looks best on the website and we'll go from there. It, no, is, it is Chewbacca. I think we're happy with Chewie. It's Chewie. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Alright, we also watched... We once watched a pornography film where the guy was dressed up in a Chewbacca costume. Amazing. 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 Okay. The, the most amazing part was the 20 minute conversation before his dick came out as to <laughs> whether it would be furry to the tip or what. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it wasn't. It's human. Alright. Uh, dad joke of the week. Um, Star Wars dad joke. Yeah. So, well, mine isn't so much of a joke as it is a true story. You bastard. Um, oh, here we go. No, I can't actually do it. What He's did Darth Vader up. say when he walked into a vegetarian restaurant? Uh, I don't know. I find your lack of steak disturbing. Yeah, okay. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, why did episodes four, five, and six come out before one, two, and three? Because in charge of the sequels, Yoda was. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. And a short joke from you. Yeah, thanks. You could have just said Yoda was walking down the street. (laughs) Like, where is Rockdale in all of this? Um, Where did Luke get his cybernetic hand? From the second hand store. Oh no. 
Can I get a backup joke? Because all three of those were awful. Uh, which Jedi would you go to if you needed to edit a PDF file? No. Which Jedi? Would you go to to edit a PDF? Um, Yoda, I guess? Adobe One Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I didn't hate Adobe so much, I'd be... Why didn't you, why didn't you launch in with that? No, the it's short my backup wind. joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the name of that creature that dies, you know, that Han Solo rips up in No oh, the Snow? The Tauntaun. The Tauntaun. Yeah. You know, do you know what the uh, internal body heat of the Tauntaun's at? It's about lukewarm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Nice. Uh, nice one. Congratulations, Phil. That's a big win. It's a big win. That's like when you'd win, like, when we'd win, like, the, you know, the quick 16 on Christmas Day. Like, you want, you want to win. You want the, the big one. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, did we give it to Phil? I did. Okay. I would have given it to you. I've already forgotten his joke. Uh, second-hand store. That's okay. Coming up next, um, it's the... He's a, he's a cranky bear today, isn't he? <laughs> he is. It's the mic... Is it a mic live and rapper? Yeah. I haven't seen any live on the no, table. I guess not. We'll uh, give it to him, though, because we've... You know, he's given us a lot of live and... Yeah, well, I've spent most of it now. But yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> the magician. The, uh, All right. the, the Mike Liven star. Tristan, Wars, you filthy. Cheeseburger twisty rap. Cheeseburger twisty rap. Okay. Uh, Alright. Can we just call it the Star Wars rap? Yeah, Star Wars rap. Done. Alright, moving on to the rap. Yep. Star Wars rap. I'm ready to go. go the Star Wars rap that is actually just a normal news rap. Uh, no, mine does link back to Star Wars in a way. Of course it does. But it's not a Star Wars news. Mine does as well because yeah. it's about television. Okay. So this one's Star out Wars of, on television. Yeah, this I is this This is out of China. I found this quite funny. A Russian translator has been trapped in a Chinese reality TV show for three months and has only just now been allowed to leave after being finally voted off. Now, this show is like a reality boot camp about starting a boy band. This guy, Vladislav Ivanov, was originally over there to act as a translator for some Japanese competitors. Anyway, the director saw him, liked how he looked, liked how he could speak Mandarin, and got him on as a contestant, but then wouldn't let him leave until he got voted out. So what did he do? He starts acting up, singing badly, talking to the camera about how he doesn't want to be there, performing really shit... Uh, but that led to people finding him more and more mysterious and they just kept voting for him to stay in. Even campaigns were launched, there was a web campaign, billboards of his face encouraging people to vote for him. Anyway, he's now finally out of the house having come second. So he really had to stay there until the final anyway. And that makes me wonder, have you guys ever had to try hard to get out of something? I remember my, one of my first relationships in my teens, I didn't really know how to break up with somebody yet, so I just acted like a dick until she finally got rid of me. It took a long time. It was a long-distance relationship, though, so it still took months. Uh, and because it was, you know, a girl from camp. But it made me think, have you guys ever had to get out of something? It was really difficult. Uh, are you sure this guy wasn't in jail? No. It sounded very much like a political prisoner who's in jail. Who's no, not was- allowed to leave. Billboards of his face. Where have you seen this man? I think what happened is like the director said, "Do you want to be on the show?" He's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Okay, sign here." You get you, once you once you get voted out, you can leave. He's like, "Yeah, great, whatever." I've got nothing to do this week, and then he was there for three months <laughs> before he finally got voted out. I'm I'm just picturing shades of the whole sequence in South Park where there's like Mr. Garrison is Trump, 
and he's trying to try to lose not to vote for him. To tank the election. And Hillary Clinton is just saying this man is a liar, and so and he just keeps saying he's like you shouldn't vote for me, and she's going this man is a liar, and they're like so we should vote for him. He's like oh no, I'm not getting out of this. Oh, it's uh, no, it's the uh, also South Park. Where the, the the baseball team they're trying to lose, oh, lose yeah, yeah. absolutely yes. they just yes. cannot get out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? What was the follow up question? Yeah, like have you ever had to try hard to get out of something? Maybe you've signed up for something and you realised that was a really dumb idea, but you couldn't just leave. You had to come up with some hijinks to get out of it. Oh man! Um, like your uh, your your mentoring men thing. I know how hard you're trying, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get out of that at the moment. <laughs> and that's his manly feat <laughs> of last week. I mean, I'm sure there is. Uh, what do you reckon? Phil's thinking. Um, the only thing that's come to mind is like a really obscure thing, which was um, when I was traveling through Spain, I can take you to it some years ago, we, uh, we found out about this amazing restaurant in Granada that we, the tour guide was like, this is an amazing restaurant. You've got to go to this restaurant. It's really nice. And his, his guidance had always been spot on right throughout the tour. And so we're like, cool, we're going to go to this restaurant. But, you know, first, let's, let's have a few drinks. Yeah. A few drinks turned into shit-based. And then we show up to this restaurant and it's basically like a private dining room of the bottom of somebody's house. <laughs> oh, it's all no. like super quiet. <laughs> but, there's like, but it's like you're being welcomed in by a family. So we've gotten in and we're all shit-faced and wanting to make noise. But everybody in there is quiet. But then the waitress is looking at us like, what are these people doing here? Yeah. And it was just so awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, and just, I just remember one of the girls who were there with just leans in and goes, can we have a casual exit? <laughs> but she was not being that loud, <laughs> that, that quiet. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're just going to have to turn tail and walk out here. It was very, it was awkward. I, it was I, awkward. What yeah. comes to mind is, is just, uh, you know, a couple of dates back in, uh, in my university days. I remember Green had gone on a date with a girl from a, at a party and then realising that I didn't want to go on a date with this girl but I didn't know how to say no so I just brought Chappie along with me. Oh, that, that'll, that'll nix any date yeah. pretty quick. And he just made me feel terrible. I thought he was going to be my backup and support. And yeah, I brought a friend. Just made me feel guilty the entire time. But conversely, I will say how good is that feeling when you do are doing something that you don't want to do or you, you are somewhere where you don't want to be and suddenly just the universe just presents yes. that balance. Yes. Someone is ill yeah. or someone can't make it. Oh. Or like, you you know, you're going to dinner with people that you don't really feel like you want to go to dinner with them and then someone, ba- you, you know, you're thinking about bailing, like, someone bails Once first. I hit 40, nothing I like more than cancelled plans. Exactly. <laughs> you yep. know, it's like, oh yeah, we should totally hook up. It's like, well, let, you know, let's put a date in the calendar. It's like, yeah, okay. Next weekend we'll go, we'll grab dinner. You know, you've had a few drinks. So we'll grab dinner together. We'll go, hit up that club you were talking about. It'd be great. And then like, as the week goes along, you start dreading it more and more, and you're trying to think up excuses. And then they'll message you, "It's like, hey man, sorry, double voice." Oh, thank, thank God. Yep. For yep. That. And and when you get that text, that's not even that. You know, when you get the text that's putting out the feelers to see if they can cancel. Yep. As in, like, oh, how are you looking for tomorrow night, yep. man? And you're like, oh my God, yep. yes, it's happening. They do that one. It's happening. Like, so are we still on, or are you like really busy at the moment? I'm yep. like, oh, he's giving me yeah. the out. Yeah. He just handed it to yes. me on the plate. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking like, it and I'm running. It made me think about the time that you, me, and Anonymous decided to go to a caravan park so we could watch the entire season of 24. And when we got there, it was just so awful, but we paid the deposit. And so we had to pretend my sister had gone to hospital. So we, <laughs> we gave us our money back and we went home. We did that. 
We did that. I mean, that feels like the manly feat of a life. <laughs> <laughs> there's also, I guess, the, there's also the other thing about once you have kids, it's your excuse for everything. Oh, isn't it yeah. great? Oh, what are you doing Saturday night? Oh, you know, kids. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. She's not sleeping well at the moment. <laughs> I think we've, we've lost track a little bit. Tristan, your, your news? Uh, <laughs> my, news um, my news was... So, uh, it's not so much news, but it was just a comment. I didn't know where else to put it. So... When we first talked about the theme of this pod, we were one of the things I said was we could talk about the real life scenarios in which Star Wars has come to life. So you know, and, and as I rightfully said, well, but what, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. How do I? What Star Wars? You know, I don't understand the question, and yeah, I won't, I won't respond, respond to it. To it. Well, here's a great example. Okay. So I, as I was messaging you on the weekend, on uh, on the weekend, uh, my wife and I watched My Octopus Teacher. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is standalone. It's fantastic. It's oh, very good. Ah, oh, beautiful. Got a little awkward for me when he had sex with the octopus. I think he was going to pork the octopus, but he doesn't pork the octopus. Very nearly does. The octopus. <laughs> octopus. So. It's this beautiful documentary about uh, about this. Idea. It's fascinating, yeah. fascinating. Just yeah. simply done, but beautifully done. Actually, it was done over ten years. Well, his time wasn't, but it was a project of love of ten mm. years. Anyway, so I'm watching it, and I, obviously in the back of not in the back of my mind, but I had messaged about this, you know, real life scenarios. At a point in the in the documentary, this octopus is attacked by a pajama shark. Yep. Yep. And the pajama shark are these quite vicious, um, you know, smallish sharks. Okay. And um, he's, you know, rightfully so. This guy doesn't really intervene. You know, he's like, even though he's got this, you know, bond with this octopus, he doesn't intervene. And he goes into the water and he's watching and he's and he's feeling really heartbroken while this this shark is attacking the octopus. The octopus, in its defence. Firstly, wraps itself in a bunch of discarded shells and rubbish, right? Yeah. Yep. To try and hide from the shark. Yeah. And it looks like this weird ball. Yeah. He has to go up because he free dives. He doesn't yep. use a scuba deck. He has to go up. He's, he's crying. He's watching. He has to go up and get air. Yeah. He goes up for air, breathes and goes straight back down. Octopus has disappeared. And the shark, he can't see the shark as well. He's like, oh my God, the shark's taking the octopus, mm. whatnot. The octopus, he didn't see how it happened, but then he films it. The octopus somehow attached itself to the, to the back, back of the shark, of the shark yeah. aka the Millennium, Millennium Falcon, Falcon. Nice. on the Star the Destroyer. That is yeah. such an amazing rubbish. reference. That is yep. fantastic. And I was sitting there going, I know that what I said doesn't make any sense, but here it is in the flesh. <laughs> and the shark gets so confused, and the shark's looking around, and this. Octopus is in this ball of rubbish. Yeah, yeah. On the back of the shark, and he drops off when they dump the rubbish. And and he pretty and then when the when the shark is confused, then he lightly backs up behind the shark and says, "Wait, if you tell me that octopus has not watched Empire, <laughs> you could side by side those two scenes, and I reckon even the music matches up. That could be. Let's vlog that. We should do that. No one's thought of that before." This is what's going to get us podcast. Pause the podcast right here. We've yeah. got some work to do. We've got some work to do. We've absolutely got some work to do. And so, um, as you can see, it's got nothing to do with the news, but I had to mention it. Look, it yeah. has it has nothing to do with the news. However, on this particular occasion, I wish we voted on the best news of the week because that's my favourite thing yeah. that has happened in the TBUA. It's, it's your yeah. news, dude. It's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, and I've got something totally linked with the Star Wars universe mm. um, as well, in the sense that uh, Sam Kerr, yeah. who is a star. Is on her way to the Champions League final. She's okay. done it. She she's did. done it. 
Yep. Oh yeah, you said you wanted uh, Chelsea, uh, yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea got up over Bayern across two legs, and so they're going to the final now, and it's all very exciting. She didn't actually score in the second leg, uh, but she was on the pitch, and they won four one. And so we might have an Australian Champions League winner. Wow. Who's Chelsea playing against? Uh, against Barcelona in the final. Barcelona. Barcelona. So that's very exciting. That's very exciting. Just a short piece of news. That's great. Um, and Should you say it's related to Star Wars because she's a star? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and it, well, actually, if you want to see, like, Empire versus Resistance, uh, that was this weekend when the Manchester versus Liverpool game was cancelled. Why was it Because canceled? of the fan protests oh, yeah, over what the Blazers' ownership yes. and all the bullshit of the Super League. A bunch of fans broke into the stadium and got the, got the fixture cancelled. Yeah, wow. So they can't even play the game now because the fans are just... They've had it. Does that mean... That's it. Does that mean Liverpool get the points? They haven't worked out what the punishment's going to be yet. Potentially that it'll be a uh, default loss to United because it was at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, there could be points deductions. It could be all manner of different things. But basically... This is looking like a sign of things to come. The fans have just said, we're not having these owners anymore. Wow. No, they oh. don't represent us. Get them out of here. But uh, City's already won the championship, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Incredible. So to the NRL then, and the Broncos <laughs> recovered from a 22-0 deficit against the Titans to uh, have their score their biggest comeback of their club's history. Did they actually do that, or did you just make all of that mm-hmm. up? No, they absolutely did on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Seeing, seeing, seeing okay. segues into the yeah, nice. sports town that Tristan cancelled this week. Yeah. <laughs> But it's true, and we had a friend of ours, uh, uh, birthday boy of the pod, Freddie. He yeah. lost uh, his Chappie Cup bet due that due that there loss. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's struck well, again. I'm glad we got to squeeze a bit of sports down. Thank you very much. And who yeah. won the PGA uh, on the PGA this week? You you run the tawny, mate. Uh, Sam Burns. It was Sam. Yeah, Burns. yeah. It wasn't. None of us had him. So you so you only know who it is if uh, if. Um, you're doing the sports down. <laughs> no, I, I look it up. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I looked through the weekend and saw how badly my guy was going. Yeah, and just went. Oh, I'm kind of not even going to watch the how this finishes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Anything else in the sport? Not really. Not really. Your Raw is doing okay though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I, I just I knew we weren't doing the sports down in this particular one. Yeah, fair so enough. I wedged. I no, wedged I, some, you wedged, some, wedged and we're, we're back to Star Wars. Nice. Nice. Yes, wedged, wedged some Sam Kerr news in there, but. Uh, <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, all right. Well, we're talking. We're drinking beer. Let's have a beer. Oh, hold my beer. Thank you. We're the Cantina Band. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this one, mate. Welcome, gentlemen. So, um, it's been quite a journey. Mm. Back from Brisbane today. Getting back just in time to go to the bottle shop to quickly grab something, anything that we hadn't had before. And that's the Could journey. Could last week. <laughs> when you said, oh, mate, have I got some cracking something <laughs> great for you. And we said, hey, Mike, we won't be needing those ciders this week. Bill's got something special for yeah. Star Wars night. That's right. Mm. Yep. And here we are. Yep. <laughs> All right. Talk Sorry, us what's, it. what's happening here? No. Oh, okay. So uh, the Star Wars beer. Disclaimer: There was a Star Wars beer. It's a Stormtrooper beer, but it's sold out. There's a Stormtrooper beer. There's a Stormtrooper licensed branded beer that was available for only 24 hours, and I didn't oh, get really? onto it fast enough. No. Who who put that out? Uh, beer Cartel had some. Really? Like, I can't remember who the brewery is that does it. Mm. But beer Cartel had an allotment of it. 
And I was like, cool, I'll order that after the pod got on and it was already sold out. Okay. No, I, was, I was in uh, Chemist Warehouse on the weekend and they have a Star Wars cologne. Uh, yeah. Well, we could have yeah. drank that. Yeah. Could have got that. You know, no, I was at the bottle the shop the other day. The Shane Warne cologne. Yeah. Yeah. The VB cologne. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, I was at the bottle shop the other day, they had the VB cologne. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of wanted to get it. Smells that. like sadness and defeat. <laughs> kind of want that. <laughs> it's my jam. But I, you know what? Well, the very first time I was in Dan Moves, I saw that Star Ward whiskey. Have you seen the one? No. Oh, yeah. Star oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could have sworn. I had to double take. I thought I said Star Wars it's whiskey. It's uh, Australian. And it's got yeah. like this big star, but it kind of looks like, at a glance, it looks like it's Luke holding up his lightsaber in the air with all the like yeah. light coming off it. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got to buy that Star Wars in a Star Wars. I think it comes from Tasmania. Yeah, they all do. Taz is huge for whiskey. Man, in, in, in fairness, there's not a lot you don't see that Luke image in. True. True. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look, honestly, don't anyway. feel so bad, mate. I never expected much out of you anyway. So, yeah, you're <laughs> that's, good. That's been the story of this pod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the way I like it. You knocked it out of the park with these burger flavored twisties. Yeah, though, so let's, let's talk about those. Yeah, let's not shit on Phil too quick. <laughs> Cheeseburger flavored twisties, actually. Yeah. Well done. Delicious. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's kind of weird being complimented by you guys. Can, we, can you go back to shitting on me? Uh. <laughs> Piece of shit. There it is. All right, there so talk is. us through this uh. choice. Come on, Phil. This is your choice. Talk anyway, us through it. This it's just, it's is... He's just got it, so he's got to work out, work out what it is. That's right. This uh, is say, uh, um, the Pirate Life Coffee Porter. Bring it on. Um, brewed with locally roasted, air-roasted coffee yeah. from Port Lincoln. So uh, Pirate Life staying true to their, their Adelaidean slash South Australian roots. Yeah. Using a coffee from there. Clearly, uh, they don't grow it in Port Lincoln. Um, I don't think they roast it in Port Lincoln either, but I'm sure that they import it to there. Um, that's about it. I okay. saw coffee-flavoured beer, and I thought to myself, I'll bet you this is better than that piece it's of shit. It's kind of been worse than the piece of shit Tristan brought that time. Exactly. Exactly. I kind of yeah. like it when you guys are praising me more than just so, shitting on so me. Yeah, yeah. So he's in the opposite um, camp, but I walked in, and I saw a coffee-flavoured beer, and I saw that it was Pirate Life, yeah. and I knew that it would be better than Tristan's one, and I okay. can't resist an opportunity to show him up. Mine was Bondi, wasn't it? Bondi, yeah. Bondi Brewing Company, yes. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you were warned about it. Can we? That was months ago. Now, you know this isn't bad. It's air roasted. Uh, first of the can's beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, if I saw that as a four pack, I would. I'd. I'd it you'd, would be, you'd be reaching for those two twenties in your wallet straight away. Yep. <laughs> so on Sunday, I told uh, I told Dylan yep. to. Pick up a couple of beers on the way to the party. Uh, yeah. So you know, I have to really sort of do a double take here. I'm like, hang on a second. It's like, what, you, what should I get? I'm like, well, you could get like just an average case, but we're not yeah. going to drink that many beers. <laughs> but at the same time, if you spend 45 bucks on eight beers, yeah, the quality is going to be good, but that's still 45 dollars on eight beers. Yeah. So I left it in on him to find that nice little middle ground, which he okay. did quite a good, good job of. Yes. Yeah. He got a six pack of stone and wood. Yep. Nice. And he got a six pack of I can't remember what it was a tropical hazy IPA. Yeah, nice. So uh, he did he actually did very good. That's a good combo. And this was twenty bucks for a four pack. That's so pretty not bad. Good. That's yeah. five bucks a drink, bro. Yeah. All right. I was in, I was at the Banksia Hotel Bottle Shop, which is fantastic. They've got such a huge range of craft beers. I was picking up my my you know standard Captain Sensibles. Yeah. This afternoon, and uh, yeah, they had a couple of a uh, couple of forty five dollar four packs in there. Shit. And I'm like. I'm not sure I can do that. I can't. Who can do a hundred and seventy dollar case? Yeah. No way. That's not even it. No. I can't even do the maths to get yeah. up there. It's like two hundred fifty dollar case or something. Well, remember like that. that time we went there 
Think about how many Dogecoin you could buy for that. That was with Anonymous. Fewer and fewer. Yeah, fewer and fewer these days. Yeah. That was with Anonymous where they had they did have some good specials if you bought a mix uh, craft beer. But anyway, let's get back to the beer at hand. Um, <laughs> I've just had my first sip. Yeah, yeah look, it shits on the Bondi one. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh, Don't I, take my Bondi thing very can, can we Can we not no. keep talking about your Bondi one because that's bringing the scale down? <laughs> I don't even think they should be talked about in the same sentence because this is really nice. It's a very good beer. Yeah, yeah well done. I've got to say, yeah. it's a very good beer. And uh, I've got to thank the BWS of Broadway for this being the one unique beer that really stood out and had an opportunity to shit on that thing Tristan did months ago. There you are. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good bro. It, 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 well, well, okay, that's I, love, I love you're being, you're being very it, great, gracious about all of this and I'm just continuing to shit on you. What's different? Yeah, so that's what I have to do as the, uh, as the, as the lead host of the pod. Mm-hmm. I have to... Oh, I have look, to, at, look at him. I have to have host. Title dropping. You look at me like if I'm not saying anything correctly, like I've dropped the ball. So I have to, I have to take the... the you I did. To, you shit the bed on that beer and Phil didn't. <laughs> Phil's done really well here. Let's Phil, tell us more about your beer. Let's get him a present. <laughs> you realise this is this whole beer is just being brought into my universe to, to get you back for how much shit I got for that eggnog stout. <laughs> oh, you really shouldn't have mentioned that stout I don't, again. I don't care. I don't care. I finally got my own back. I was sitting in this very seat the first time I tasted that eggnog stout. Meanwhile, we're all just wailing on each other and not actually focusing on the fact. Okay, well, let's talk about this. Yeah, exactly. This is an excellent bit. I just had this vision of like one day when we're old and grey, you die before I do. I'm just going to go to your grave, piss on it, while I'm drinking like my Bondi beer and say, yeah, what do you think about your Bondi coffee beer now? I mean, I would hope that you didn't piss on me while you drank it. I want you to drink it, (laughs) wait, and then piss it onto me. (laughs) Okay, so let's be clear. And then fertilizes yeah. your uh, your, and then you fertilize your remains, and you just you become even better part That's of right. the universe. And yeah. my zombified hand will come shooting up out of the ground with one of these bad boys in it, <laughs> and, yes. and a middle finger up. Aerosmith. Yeah, There's right. got to be a way we could pay off an undertaker to get all that set up 100%. for us. All right, let's put a. You know what? Let's put a little uh, not a wager, but let's put a uh, a new little sort of comp. Who can f- discover the best coffee-infused beer? I like there it. might not be that many. We don't have to do it every week. We've found it. But there might be better than this. It's not. There might be. This, t- this tastes great. This it does. Tastes, it's even got a little bit of sweetness to it. You could always, you could be forgiven for uh, confusing it with just one of those yeah, it's a great a- out of the 7-Eleven, yep. ready-to-go coffee-in-the-fridge jobbies. Yes. yes. It's got a lovely coffee yeah, flavour. It's got 1.7 standard drinks, so that's great. I get to sit here and watch an episode of The Office before I have to go home. Yeah, that's true. We all do. Yep. Yeah, maybe a couple actually. Might have we to go. Be. Yeah, strap in. Um, because yeah, I think I think the Bondi one was it a porter or was it a stout? stout? Yeah, it was a stout. Yeah, it was a coffee it? stout. I yeah. do think the porter like stout's got a, quite a strong flavour yeah. typically, and so I think you put the coffee in there and it kind of can get quite lost. Yeah. Whereas with a porter, I think um, I've had a couple of different coffee porters down the years, and um, it's a good combo. No, it's a great combo. This is very drinkable. It's uh, you could definitely have a couple of these. It's this is your first thing in the morning brew. Yeah. <laughs> your, get up like in if, the morning. If you were only like a bucks party or a boys' weekend or something, you know, one of those ones where you you, you know don't drink water for a few days, you yeah. just you know wake and wake and many drink. of them. Yeah. yeah. If you woke up and you know there was like a four pack of these in the fridge, you'd be a hero. You know, question. Yeah, guys, you want a beer or you want a coffee? Volcano Los Dos. Yeah, boom. Yeah. This just slams down no matter what they say. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon this would be alright on Wheat Bix. Okay. <laughs> we could say on ice cream. 
<laughs> no. Wait, well, you mean like a drink? Like Think a, about it. You just drink it, just wheat bix as with the it? milk. No, I don't. No, it drink wouldn't. It, again. it wouldn't be. Drink it again. Any good? I don't need to. <laughs> I think it would be. I think it works. Okay. Would we do our? Remember what we did? We talk about last week or the week before when yep. we go mega meta and we do our yep. documentary about oh, yeah. doing a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Phil wakes up the morning of the podcast and starts <laughs> off with his daily. Uh, what is it? Pirate Airless Life. Pirate Life coffee porter and wheat bix. Well, you know, like back in the day, the, the whole thing of up and go was like, it's like two wheat bix and milk in a tetra pack or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, milk. This tastes kind of <laughs> like two wheat bix and milk in a tetra pack. I mean, it does because it's got that sort of, you, as you described it before we, we were recording, it's got yes. that sort of pub first thing in the morning. Yep. Smellish which I find up and go has. Yeah, yeah, I can't it does that. a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, edge I off. Don't it's know about that, but it's wheat. Is that what it is? Know, it's what wheat. It is. The wheat of the beer. Wheat. The wheat bix. of the wheat bix. That wheat. It's that. That's that's that barley hoppy. Yeah. And what now? You're just listing beer. Just, uh, yes. uh, water. <laughs> water. Um, uh, 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 coffee machines. <laughs> Uh, well, it's those happening. weird little Cabanossi sausages yes. and cheese. But the other the other full circle that I like is that last week I was drinking my iced coffee and a beer, and that looked strange. And now I've just put them together. Uh, no, last week you were drinking iced coffee, two different types of beers, plus yep. your violet crumble yes. snacks, plus there's something you know, else. Sweet one of those poppers, sweet butcher poppers. cans along. Yep. Generally a kombucha can. Yep. Yeah. 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 And now I only have to have four of those things instead of five because I fused one. Right. Maybe it's You're a continual fusing. The environment. <laughs> it's a continual fusing. The secret ingredient is efficiency. That's right. Well, we did do the kombucha and beer. Yeah, the butcher. Yeah. That's fantastic. The though. secret ingredient is greed. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just do a quick I brought the uh, chocolate stout to the Easter special. Yep. So really, you could have just put away the snacks. Yeah, but okay, that was a piece drinks. of shit. That was just an average nothing beer. You know what? It was inoffensive. You also brought that as, Japanese beer, as, which was the wor- one of the worst ranked ever. The Nori Roll yeah. uh, New England IPA. I mean, it was only a matter of time before hold my beer turned into a real grudge match of all the shitty beers. <laughs> what about the time you brought the really bad beer? <laughs> I mean, and don't get me started on the Korean yogurt drink. Um, At least I'm keeping it fresh. You're we, bringing Kilkenny half the time, like you like you think it's something uh, special. Speak, speaking of which, we did, we found out. Oh, uh, we did. Uh, we, we did a little bit of desktop research, and it turns out Boddington's, the most mentioned beer we haven't yet brought, it has been discontinued, and no one can ever have it again. How sad is that? And it was mentioned on Bloody Friends. There's a whole yeah. The, to, to be honest, friends, there was an episode like the one should, with all the Boddingtons. I feel like we should. <laughs> We should just pack down the pod now because oh, I felt well. like we were on a trajectory no. to the peak being the Boddington. Ah, ah, ah. What's one of our heroes of the pod? Uh, Chewbacca. Andrew Denton. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, Rick and <laughs> the, Morty. The assisted, Never officially, but the we assisted know. dying of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rick and Morty. And what was the oh the Szechuan what sauce was the strap line of season three? Is this our season arc? This is our season arc. Uh, yep. we're, we're gonna find the body. This is my one. Arm, this is my one armed man. <laughs> this is my one armed man. And they had the bodies and it was amazing, Phil. And we're gonna be and hundred episodes, Phil. We're gonna keep going to find the Boddingtons. We're just gonna keep finding it. It's not gonna stop. Alright, so if anyone is listening from Sheffield Tourism that would like us to get us over there to really seek out the last couple of cans of Boddingtons. That's it. Please uh, send checks. Make them out to me, I suppose. Uh, Adza, you're good with checks. I'm good with checks. 
Checks. Um, can I just do a quick sidebar? Yeah, sure. Uh, Saturday night, we so it was my son's uh, fourth birthday. So it naturally, you were getting loaded. Str- yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a stressful day. It was, yeah. and um, we got home that night, and I had a one my last one drop. Remember, I spent seventy seven dollars. Speaking of yeah, yeah. seventy seven dollars on four cans of beer and yeah. one drop. Yeah. So I I cracked finally open the the strawberry slushy sour. Oh yeah. Three point eight standard drinks in one can. Yep. Yeah. And it's made with real strawberry pulp. Yep. It was actually my favourite of all of them so far. Really? It was actually the. It sounds actually was nice. No, it sounds great. And it's kind of been worse than that green thing. Yeah, the green one that tasted awful. like the detergent. All of theirs is over the top. This one was still over the top, but it was better. And because I was just stressed, I, I, I because it's strawberry pulp, I just pounded. I probably drank the whole thing in a space of about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I was not surprised. I. In the morning, I was not really surprised that I passed out at about eight oh five p.m. Yeah, um, it's still it's just four standard drinks. Yeah, though. but drinking it in like twenty minutes, just like boom, like that. Okay. And also after a long. I mean, day, if you imagine, like it's one standard drink per shot. If Tristan got home and just smashed four shots, four shots of vodka, down. he'd probably be pretty wrecked. I would, especially yeah. if it was like with a bucket of strawberry pulp. <laughs> and 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 sadly, I think I'm blind. Sadly, I fell asleep watching. I was lying in bed watching the Swans match. Like, well, you know, it won't be that good to wake up in the morning. Swans win by two points yeah. against Geelong. No! <laughs> Always happens to me. So, let's... So, we've just seen so the in the AFL then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's review this bad boy, because yeah. I think it's a, it's great. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'm giving it a four. Yep. Straight out of the box. Yeah. A four. Like I feel sorry we haven't spent more time talking about it, but really there's not a lot to say. It's just a good beer. It's a good coffee flavor. I got we nothing. We talked I, about it being on Phil's week. No, we were talking about other shit. Talking about how shit your beers were. And <laughs> it's generally part of the course these yeah, days. Fine. But yeah, I'll give it a four as well. Solid, really good effort. Well done. Phil's yep. getting a higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four point two five for yeah. me. I really mm. like this. Yeah, yeah. Yep. To up us. Yeah, that's a great. That's a twelve point two five. That's a solid entry. Uh, no, look, it it has the hints of coffee. It's got the porter. It's a great mix. Um, you've done well with this one, my friend. Mm. Yeah, and quite easy drinking, and genuinely tastes kind of like an iced coffee, like a high quality iced coffee you'd get. Yeah. Would you have it with food? Is this like we're having it with chocolate at the moment? I've already that, told is, you is, what food I would have it with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're asking that you? question. What would you up it with? Oh, I mean, don't we always say ribs? No, I actually think yeah. it works. I think it actually Woodward works really foods. well with um with something sweet. I'm I'm enjoying having it with uh with twirl bites. I'm just enjoying it for what it is right now. Like we could just stop the pod, maybe stick on a little Rick and Morty, and just crack open you know another couple of these if we yeah, have. That's you know, what we should be doing every week. Just watching Rick and Morty. Yeah, and yeah just it's not like my wife listens to the pod. <laughs> She's like, oh, how's the pod going? Yeah, really, really well. Thanks. And then you change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one, dude. Good call. Love it. Uh, next week we'll have we'll have some cider. We'll have yeah, so yeah. yeah. Next week will be a uh, back to uh, back to Mike's cider inside you next week, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And maybe we'll actually mix it up with the ciders from Mad Next next week properly because yeah. well, Mike's got ciders to give me for the for reviewing. So I'll be bringing the ciders from Mike. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought we were going to do a Mexican special next week. Well, it is Cinco tomorrow. Cinco. Yeah. So yeah, we will. Well, you reckon you're okay with the Mexican special? Strap in. All right. Wicked. Uh, Alright, coming up next, um, Star Wars. Oh, we're still doing that. I was excited about the Mexican special. (laughs) 
So our feature segment of the pod, mm. the Star Wars special here yeah. on May the fourth. Star Wars Day, baby. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, what's Mario Day again? Mar ten. March ten. That's right. Yeah. Days so is good. off, unfortunately. So good, huh? March ten. Ages off. Yeah, because mm. he really, Mario really, really special. He shut the bed with that one. We missed it. Missed it completely. Uh, oh, I do. He generally gets a look in every pot or two, so I wouldn't be worried about Mario not getting no. the press. Alright, uh, Adzo, you want to give us a description of what we're doing? Okay, so what we're doing is a bit of a countdown, not of one individual theme, but of five individual topics, where we just list our favourite. Now, the five topics are your favourite Star Wars-themed video game, your favourite bit of Star Wars trivia, your favourite creature in Star Wars, your favourite fight scene in Star Wars, and then, of course, the dumbest thing to happen in one of the Star Wars movies. So we've all had that list. Still, still Googling Star Wars trivia? Yes. Alright, good. Um, so, uh, yeah, who wants to kick us off? Tristan, do you want to kick us off with your favourite Star Wars video game? Easy one. Easy one. Easy one. You know this. Should I just... Shappy knows it. It's... Everyone knows it. It's the you original FPS Dark Forces. Oh, yeah. Actually... I do you remember thought... how good I was at the arcade game? I thought you were going to go to the arcade game for sure. That was one of those um, games we would actually give Tris. We walk past uh, Time Zone, and like Tris is like, "Well, come on, guys, let's go get Hungry Jacks." He's like, "Hey, Tris, I got two bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Like, do you want to show us how it's done?" And you'd give him the two. He'd go in there and he'd just he'd Amazing. sit there and he'd clock the fucking game. Do you know? Amazing. He, I've never seen anyone play yeah. a video game better than he would play the Star Wars getting arcade. Emotional. I'm getting emotional. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Do you, do you know Simon talked about buying you the arcade <laughs> at one point? Oh, that's like me with Big Buck Hunter. I um amazing. Mm. You know when you you know those moments when you don't realise you've peaked at life. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. you know happened yeah. to me when I during my bucks party in Vegas. Um and probably the only other time was yeah, I mean marriage and children were great but um <laughs> the only other time was uh that brief period in my life when I was better than everyone at Star Wars Arcade. I mean, that's pretty good. And could finish the entire game on one credit. And I would have crowds of people because everyone <laughs> could get to the past because you'd, you'd play the first you know part, then you go to Hoth, you do that part, you'd yeah. be on the the riders in in. And there were like Endor. lightsaber jewels in between the levels, and you have to fight Boba Fett. Yeah, uh, to fight Vader. The final the one was Darth Vader. Uh, yep. And people, and you have to do this quickly reverse thing where you have to reverse angle, and I learnt it. And I'd finish the game on one credit and you'd look behind you and you'd have like, you know, rows. I yeah. felt like I was the guy yeah. in the King of Kong. I was going to say the same. We got a kill screen over here. We got a kill screen. Well, like, like going around the machine, they're shaking it. Wow, you just changed my complete... I knew it, it had to be that. I couldn't let you say Dark Forces. Now, I've Thank got you. Dark Forces. All right, you do Dark Forces. That's, that's no, what's happening. Right. I've got Dark Forces as my backup in All case right. someone else said Shadows of the Empire. But really, I mentioned it last week. You did. My number one Star Wars game... Shadows of the Empire. It just had everything. You had like you had space battles. You had uh, isometric, uh, top-down uh, first-person shooting. You get to fight Boba Fett. You get to bring down an AT-AT in half. You get to fly through asteroid belts. Uh, it's just a great game. It's one of those flagship ones. I think everyone that had an N64 probably had a copy of uh, of Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, I, I just and if you put the code in, you get to play a, a Wampa. And walk around and like kill people as like one of those big animal snowmen. Right. Yeah, the ones that like hang Luke up by his feet in the Empire. You get to play one if you enter your name in the uh, 
uh, yeah, the player entry screen is Wampa Stompa. When you start the game, you're a Wampa and you're walking around hop. That's just one of those things where if you're like a video game creator, you're just loving... That's do you remember when you, that was, you could do that, but you didn't have to download or pay yeah, for DLC. Yeah, yeah. You just had to know what special code yep. to type in, and suddenly there's like a whole other game buried within the and game. And it was yeah. like, a lot of it was pre-internet, so you used to have to read about it in like your... Nintendo Power Magazine. Nintendo Power Magazine, <laughs> or CVG Video Game yep. Magazine. Yeah. yeah. You remember when they had hotlines you could call? Oh, yeah. Stuff in yeah. A game? Yep. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Uh, yeah, great call. Well, yeah. So Dark Force is obviously in there, Shadow of the Empire... Star Wars Arcade, and Phil's going to bring it home with... I'm going to bring it home. Um, mine was... Go- I'm going with my backup, because Dark oh, yeah. Forces was... Oh, my, yeah. We all love Dark Forces. My, my Star Wars gaming ended with the Nintendo 64 era. I haven't really played anything since no, then. Neither. And so, Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. It was, racer. It was just yeah, great. good, wholesome fun. That was actually a really, really good, good racing game. It's a really good racing game. Um, I say it's a really good racing game. I thought I looked up the uh, I looked up the the IGN review from 1999 I'm thinking to 5. see 9. to see if it was about as good as I remembered it. And it's oh. from back when IGN didn't even give things a score. Oh, and it's that long ago. And the verdict is: Episode One Racer is a decent racer that gets an added boost from having the star power of the Star Wars universe behind it. We thought the movie would shed some light on some of the characters in the game, and you could get to know them better. Alas, the only racer besides Anakin and Sabulba <laughs> that we really got to know in the movie was the pie-faced man who stalled at the starting line and lost his four engines in the crowd. Oh, the yeah, lack of an initial man. challenge makes it tough to stay with the game until it does get interesting. Maybe, like Anakin, we need a nemesis like Sabulba to get the most out of ourselves and the game. I remember being really fast-paced. Yeah. Like, you had to, like, you were really going yes. for it. You had to be really quick on your reflexes. I but genuinely, yeah. Dark, Dark Forces was good. This is the only other one I played. And so I love that we all had Dark Forces in there, because I had it to my backup. Yeah. And more than, you say, you know, Dark Forces 2, Nuts of the Old Republic. Dark that, Forces that 2 was, was just okay. like It was basically Doom 2, except Star Wars themed. Yeah. Dark, well, Force, you know, Dark, Dark no, Forces Dark Forces 1 was classic. Like, they just, you know, yeah, the you, blasty, had you had the thermal grenades. Yep. Great, yeah, great great, great weapons. weapons. Good yeah. story, good plot. Dark Troopers. I don't remember um, the plot at all, but I just remember being a Star Wars first-person shooter and being yeah. in love. Uh, yeah. no, cool. I, I never played Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I've I know, heard that's amazing. Well, Chappie loves it. Yeah. He used to I've play it like, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just never got into it because yeah, it's one of those ones you're like, oh, if I go down there. Yeah, right. you're getting into it. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. I, it's, I think it's like for him, it's like uh, Red Alert, like we discussed last yes. week. Yeah. I think he still plays it from yeah. time to time. I got a Star Wars video game anecdote. Did you ever remember you could play uh, X-Wing on the PC? Uh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. If you got the instruction manual for it, it was about four inches thick. It was mm. like the instruction manual for um, Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. It was that thick. And I won the uh, I won the end of year 12 maths prize for two unit maths. And they said, you've got to bring in a book and we'll give it to you at the presentation night. So, you, you know, you get a voucher, you go, go out and buy a book. They present it to you and like, that's your little thing. Yeah. I didn't get around to going to Dimmicks. So five <laughs> minutes before I left to go to my presentation night, I just grabbed... The instruction manual for X-Wing, <laughs> wrapped it in paper, and took it along, and they get that presented me with that on the night. That's oh, actually very good. Yeah, and you, and you got away with it too. And we got away with it. Yeah, I remember the flight simulator instruction manual was this incredible. I learned because I did aviation. I learned a lot of things from that flight flight simulator instruction manual. You know, instruction manual. Some of them were like, yeah, the, the the thickness of a good Stephen King book. It was insanity. All right, what's that? Uh, what's the um, next? And and I wanted some uh, honorable, honorable mentions mention. 
two, three games. Wait, so um, you, just to say you've already only ever played two games, you're giving honourable mentions. Honourable mentions games. to games that are um, Star Wars adjacent. Okay. Oh, okay. The <laughs> first, of, the first of which is um, Final Fantasy Twelve, which basically hijacked the story of Star Wars and put it inside the Final Fantasy universe. But it was a great game. Okay. And then the other two games are Monkey Island and Loom. Oh, okay, from the LucasArts. LucasArts. Yeah. That era of LucasArts. We can give a shout oh, out to yeah. LucasArts. Full throttle. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, Sam and Max hit the road. LucasArts is the hero of the week. Yeah, we'll yes. give that. Yes. Grim Fandango. Uh, yep. Indiana yep. Jones and The Fate of Atlantis. Yeah, great yep. one. Um, Zach, Zach McCracken and the Time Bending Aliens. I didn't play that one. Uh, Day yeah. of the Tentacle. Yeah, Oh, I haven't played that. Yeah. No, that's okay. yeah. you, Sam were too, and Max. you were too young for that. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned Sam and Max. I oh, did, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah, Luke Starts just had that golden era Man. of those adventure yeah. games, those point and click adventure Nailed games. It. No one's ever talked about it. Okay, so moving on. Favorite bit of Star Wars trivia Tristan. What okay, you, what do you so, like? So, well, I did start looking up. Obviously, you know, you're Mr. Trivia. You know so much about these I'm things. I'm a trivia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so there's a lots of. I did find a website where there was lots of awesome trivia, which I have mentioned a couple of which across the, the case of the pod today. But for me, it's more of a personal trivia because it was like, well, so we all know George Lucas is from Northern California. Yep. And when I was Visit California rep, I spent a lot of time in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we did a tour or someone told me, I can't remember once, but I remember looking when we were crossing over the Bay Bridge looking over to the docks mm. and looking at the, uh, I guess you'd call it the the cranes or the, the equipment to yep. load the containers off ships and yeah. all that uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the frame of them yep. looked like at uh, so at Oh, yeah. Yep. And someone, I think on a tour one said, and just so you know... This is his inspiration. This was the inspiration. Really? He would look, and you're looking at it from a distance and you Amazing. blow your eyes and they look like these... Is it at or at AT-ATs, the two-legged ones are the ATSTs. Yes. So you look at them, and they've got these, they were these silver frames, and you look at those, and you're like, yeah, and because George Lucas lived just on the other side yeah, of the yeah, bay in yeah. San Francisco. So my, my, my fun trivia, which was personal to me, was looking at those and going, holy moly, this is, you know, the inspiration for a pretty stupid machine, which yeah. I always thought was ridiculous, because, you know, this is the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Why did they need them? But... <laughs> Anyway, there it yeah, is. I'd never, th- never really thought about that, but good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, they were pretty easily defeated as well. Yes. When you think of it, <laughs> just put a cable around. Two cables. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, but there was a huge amount of fun facts here as well. But ads, I'm not gonna. I don't want to rain on any of your parade yet. No, okay. Yeah. So I've got. Um, there's a deleted scene. I actually rewatched this today for a laugh. Uh, set in the rebel base on Hoth, where in the deleted scenes, a Wampa like those bigger vulnerable snowman guys, is basically loose on the base. And at one point, C-3PO removes this do not enter sign from one of the doors when they're running away from the stormtroopers. The stormtrooper gets to the door, doesn't see the do not enter, opens the door, and the Wampa's in there, grabs him and kills him. And that all happened on the base. And it's a really funny moment. You can see basically the whole thing, they just haven't cut the audio in correctly, but it's fantastic. I wanted to mention that. And one little backup piece of trivia is in the movie Hook. You know the movie Hook, the Peter Pan story with Robin my, Williams? Honestly, one of my favourite films. At one point, the Hook, the, the uh, Lost Boys are flying over a city. You see a couple kissing on a bridge that they fly over. Yeah. And the couple making out is George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Shut up. Dead set. Fresh from Star Wars. Shut up. George Lucas. I, would, I always assumed that Carrie Fisher would be like a daughter to him. 
making out with her on the set of Hook. What do you mean? I'll show you the video. Alright, we'll have to look at that. Yeah, put can it on I, the Twitter. Can I switch back to the Wumpa thing? So here's an interesting thing. In the Star Wars arcade game, yeah. there is a point when you're in the hot in the hot scene after you've done the flying, you the next segment in that level is you're going through the Hoth base. Yeah. And you're fighting stormtroopers yeah. as you go through the base. But at one point, the screen turns and a door opens and a Wumpa is a in it, it. Yeah. and you've got to suddenly attack it. I reckon There's that a, was inspired by this cutscene. There was a bit of that in Shadows of the Empire as well. There you there go. Was like the occasional Wumpa, you either had to run away or you had to shoot him. It took like about 400 shots to bring it down. How fascinating. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. How fascinating <laughs> is that? That's freaking awesome. What do you got, mate? I'm not going to sully those excellent pieces of trivia with any of the trash that I can find. Thank uh, you. As you both know, Move I dwell in the world of abstraction and detail <laughs> ain't my thing. Uh, <laughs> can I just give some honourable mentions, which I did find out, which yeah, I didn't please. know this. One was that they were, you know, some great photos of it. They were originally going to have Yoda as a monkey. Um, oh, and they, really? Yeah, there's these photos of oh, him that's cool. dressed up in this monkey, this awful Yoda mask. Yep. Yep. Then I think they decided... Uh, no, that would probably be a real. Wait, really... not a, a monkey puppet, or they no, a real a train monkey. monkey with and apparently, a... um, the the producers of Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey said, actually, it's a really bad idea. Monkeys are really, really hard to <laughs> to keep in control. <laughs> All right, it is so almost, so good, almost as challenging as humans. There's uh, so many potential wrong turns. Did you boys listen to that podcast, Blockbuster? Uh, the one where my, de- oh, dog, get to it, Mexi. <laughs> I'm getting it for Christmas, mate. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but basically it's a five-episode series on what the sequence was for making the original Star Wars and everything that Lucas and Spielberg and whatnot went through when that was occurring. It's really, really good. Blockbuster. Yeah, it's called Blockbuster. Well, apparently one of the things was they wanted to, you know, they wanted at the very end, they wanted Luke Skywalker to to turn. He was supposed to turn at the end. He was going to take... Was to- originally he was going to take Darth Vader's mask and say, I'm going to take over the universe. And then George Lucas was like, mm, that's probably not good. And they changed it. Yeah. Um, okay. But to go full circle with our pod, because we did make David Prowse our hero of the we week did. back in the day. Yep. Yes. Apparently he was banned from all Star Wars events. Apparently he and George Lucas and the, and the production company had a big, massive Barney. And I know that. And so any Lucas, Lucasfilm associated events, he didn't attend. So, right. yeah, okay. didn't know that about him, did you? No, I didn't. Do we know uh, why? Uh, it doesn't really talk about it in a huge amount of detail. Probably didn't appreciate them okay. overdubbing his voice. So, Alec Guinness hated playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Um, Moving right along, because we're just reading from a Google article now. No, Favorite creature. Uh, NSYNC was originally in Attack of the Clones. That tells you everything you need to know. I still thought it was pretty good. <laughs> still, still better than the uh, new ones. And, you know, and the last one was, you know, no one... The word Ewok is never mentioned in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember I did a trivia night uh, in Glebe to raise money for that marathon? And one of the trivia questions was, what are the small fuzzy creatures in Return of the Jedi called? And everyone wrote down Ewoks. And I went, they weren't called Ewoks in the movie. And they went, boo. And then I gave them all the points anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That yeah. might be the most Adzo story I've ever heard. That's so Adzo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, favorite creature in Star Wars? Oh, yeah. It is one of the tough ones. It is one of the tough for, ones. For me, it wasn't tough for a second, but there go. might be a little oh, bit of an go. argument about no, the classification of, of, of creature. No. And we've already mentioned it. No. The Rancor. No, no. Chewbacca. Yeah. Okay. Chewie. Yeah. I'm all about okay. that Chewie. Yeah, he's a creature. Because I looked around at the different creatures and I'm like, 
But it's Chewie. It's obviously Chewie. I didn't know that you were going to nominate him as the hero of the week, though. No, the dude, you can have Chewie again. Yeah. More mentions of Chewie, I say. Honestly. It's just because he's awesome, or...? Uh, because he's because he's awesome, and you look at all the creatures, he's basically the best character in it. And also, I can make his noise. So and also, you've take... got a little bit more facial hair, and you are Chewbacca. It's very <laughs> <true>. <laughs> look at that. That is. And you're going to take a point off <laughs> Chewbacca because of... Solo, the Han Solo movie. No, that's where they fault. said Chewbacca. <laughs> name's too long. We're gonna have to find something shorter than that. I'm like, why are you? Why are you ruining everything that's, I like about this? It's the same reason as to how they gave Han Solo his name. Remember? Yeah, that's, oh. my, that's one of my stupidest okay. things that happened. I'll move on. Uh, I have a backup in case you mention right. it. But you yes, go creature. I, I think I think we all make mistakes in life, and Chewie made one. Being part of that movie, you get one. Everyone gets it's just one. a free pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, I, <laughs> All right. I was going to say the Rancor, uh, Jabba's, yeah. Jabba's little pet, yeah. uh, yep. Luke fights him, fantastic sequence, it freaked Great the sequence. shit out of me as a child. Mm-hmm. You watch it now, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit janky, it's a bit yep. funky. Um, but you know, yeah, I got a backup of the giant uh, worm on that asteroid that almost eats a Millennium Falcon, but you know what, I'm sticking with the Rancor. Yep, I like it. I mean, it was a, it was a great scene. Um, I mean, the Rancor doesn't do anything. He bites the head off a Gamorrean guard. Clean yeah. off. Um, he poses an actual no, threat. No, he doesn't bite his head off. He does. You know, he just basically puts it straight into his mouth. No, he, doesn't he bite and twist? No, no, you don't really see it. You see him just put him in, into his mouth. You don't see you don't see the decapitated pig-like biped. You know, I'm going to go back and rewatch because this is like, in my mind. He bites the head off, but you know what? Maybe he bites it and then stuffs the rest. Yeah, of it. I think I think that's what okay. he kind of does. He kind of chews into him and then he stucks, sticks him down his throat. Okay, which is kind of scary for a kid to yeah. watch. I thought you know, I know, I think sometimes the center of the pod, Simon, would say salacious crumb. He yeah. he did love salacious crumb. He liked the weediest little character. Well, that's funny because at my work, every computer has to have its own name, yeah. and they went with a theme. They said you got to name it after a Star Wars character. So my computer's named Salacious Crumb. Yeah. But the issue is that um, because our SharePoint drive is getting so clotted with <laughs> with files, it takes a long time to save something. Fair Sometimes enough. there's a sync issue, so it'll make two versions of the file. Fair so that file gets renamed with underscore your computer name. Yep. So there's all these versions of files all over the SharePoint called underscore salacious, salacious crumb. crumb. Yeah. <laughs> and for a while, um, my manager thought we had a virus because she'd never heard of salacious crumb before. And she's like, something's wrong with the SharePoint. All this is salacious something all over the thing. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I am, uh, I, you know, maybe going to, maybe going to, you know, shit down my throat for this, but... <laughs> Creature. That's weirdly specific. Look, I don't think, you know, I think it's hard. Creature, it's a hard one. I can't, and again, is it a creature? I can't really go past Grogu, Baby Yoda. The Mandalorian is a fucking awesome series. Okay. And Grogu... I didn't know Grogu was its name. Yeah, I it's thought it was just the child. Oh, yeah, you haven't watched season two yet, have you? I watched episode one one again yeah. and looked over my You've wife was asleep watch. and said, well, I guess that's the end of that. you got to watch season two. It's great. Look... Ah. There hasn't been many characters that have had such an impact on modern day. And, you know, looking at some of the more, you know, recent adaptations of Star Wars, there's nothing... He's a great, fun, sweet character. He's bloody cute. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, nailed the merchandising angle. And he looks nailed a bit like, it. Looks like Absolutely a nailed it. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, you know, in terms of... And that story arc they brought with him was great. 
his links to the past in season two is fantastic. Yeah, I like the link to the past. Um, the video game. Yeah, Zelda. And uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, from a creature point of view, in terms of one that's probably impacted me, I go, oh, I really love that creature. Can we just call him Baby Yoda? Or we just call him Baby Yoda. That's what most people or if you want to go with it, Yoda. Yoda and Baby Yoda. You're going to give us a Yoda? Well, I mean, Yoda's unbelievable. Is he? In Empire and Return of the Jedi, Yoda's unbelievable. I liked the bit He's where, where he was acting like a maniac the, when he first meets Luke. Like a, like a real it's piece great. of shit. It's great. Like a real piece of shit. And then he completely like Stealing turned. his food. Yeah. Like hitting him with stuff. And it shows you like what they could have done with the character. You know, it just shows you how you just change a character's um, sort of development and personality. And yeah. it just suddenly changes, you know, your full view on it. How are you doing there back there, babe? I'm good. You're right? Okay. Alright, are we you're on to a, the next? You're in, a, you're in a level of detail that I've just uh, switched off from. But he kind of he kind of followed the Miyagi kind of arc with that, where it's like, I'm going to be a dick and do all these things, but then there's going to be a lesson. It's really teaching it, a lesson. And then I'm going to be really nice. The, yeah. the lesson, some of the... Lesson yeah. is I'm going to eat your Star sausages. Wars or Karate Kid? Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. Okay. Oh. That was in the 70s. Yeah. So that was 77. Uh, Empire was 80. 81, wasn't it? So basically... 80, 77, 80, 83. So actually Miyagi yoded. Totally yeah, yoded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, favorite fight Ooh. of all the well, movies. Kung Fu Boy. <laughs> so, where are we going, going? You know, Favorite fight has to be Fast and Furious 7. Exactly. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, so I said yes. No, it's bring it home. No, but for me, um, and, and I feel like a heathen for this, but actually my favorite fight in all of it, and I can't remember which one of the prequels it's in, is the main Yoda lightsaber Battle fight. Oh, yeah. He's jumping a, around like an absolute <laughs> maniac. I hopping around it. like crazy. I loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I remember just laughing Doing my ass off. Yeah. So good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From you, the moment he pulls back up. his cloak yeah. and he then force magics his lightsaber uh-huh. into his hand, I'm like, what the fuck? And he starts flipping. Yeah, love it. Because yeah. you, you only always imagine Yoda as this old, weird, small 100%. character. Yeah. And suddenly so he's in his youth. I think yeah, after, after the fight yeah. as well, he picks his cane back he up. He does. And kind of yes. pulls off yep. again. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but man, you enjoying it the ride. It was so good. It was so, it, it, exactly the dramatics of like the cane and then the... the yeah. And then just spring, 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 and then Kane comes back up. It's like, oh. And all these cynical nerds are like, man, that's yeah. just fan service bullshit. It's like, it was perfect. Yeah. It yeah. was. I was the fan, and that service, serviced it's, me well. It's, that's exactly <laughs> it. It's like, service me, Lucasfilm. <laughs> service me. I need this right now. I've sat through the rest 100%. of the movie. 100%. Uh, good call. No, I, I, I watched that with, when I was watching that with Kobe. I mean, he, even him, he was. Just so excited watching so that good. scene because so they all love Yoda. Of course, he's such. Course. He's just one of those great characters that you just would never wouldn't change a thing about. Nah, not a single and, thing. Um, and just to see him in that style, it was like you know. See, I, just, I think I said to him, you go see Yoda a little bit different than what you're used to him. Yeah. And then you just watch it like, whoa, Yoda does this and this and this and this and this, and yeah. it, you know, quickly became a fan favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. So what's yours, man? Mine is the um, the ultimate. It's Luke Skywalker, Luke and Vader. Darth Vader, and yeah. the Emperor in the throne room. It's kind of a combination. It's the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And it is three battles in one. Yeah. It is obviously the Battle of Endor. Yeah. yeah. I actually am a bit bored of Battle of Endor. I don't yeah. Kind of... Battle of the Death Star 2. But Battle of Death Star 2 is particularly great when they go into the Death Star yeah. and the way the Millennium Falcon. But yeah. in terms of the Emperor trying to turn Luke, yeah. in terms of the dialogue, in terms of the fact that you did not know that the Emperor had lightning power until you saw him have lightning power. Um, 
The also just the emperor. Can we just give a shout out to, to Ian McDermott yeah. there for just owning that role? Owning that role. I'm afraid. Yeah. I mean, that that, that line you know, in yeah. chat groups we use that those lines all the time. Yeah. But I mean, the three of them, Luke hiding, trying to protect. You know, him just trying to egg him the entire time. You want this, don't you? Telling him to just kill him, yeah. knowing that Darth's going to protect him, mm. knowing that he can smash the shit out of Luke if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Didn't count on Darth turning. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. Only asterisk is that fucking George Lucas ruined it by adding, which I mentioned on the pod, I think about a few months ago, the no, the no voice into yeah. Darth Vader at yeah. the very end, which... Yeah. Kill actually takes you out of it. almost shed a tear when I was watching that with my children when we were watching it the time, and I remember looking at Linear going, "Oh my god, what do they do? What? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Like the music is so epic. It is so like emotional when Darth turns, yep. makes the call, picks up the Emperor, throws him down the down the down the chamber or whatever it is, and they put this word in. But so I'll say original fight scene. Okay, yeah. the original cut. Original oh. throne room fight scene. Yeah. You can't no, beat. no, and that is that is hard to beat, except for just the one, uh, which for me, my favorite fight scene. And this is a little controversial, but I got the the Darth Maul fight scene. I got the Obi Wan Qui Gon Darth Maul fight that is scene. Is controversial when Duel of the Fate starts, and another controversial opinion. That's the best song in Star Wars. When Duel of the Fate starts. And then you see Darth Maul, like the doors open, and Darth Maul's just standing there, and the two Jedi's just go, Leave us, we'll, t- we'll take him on. And he turns on one lightsaber, and then boom, turns on the other. When you see that second lightsaber, you know all bets are off. And I know we all saw it in the trailer, but it didn't matter. Because when you see it, when you see it in that movie, it's like, Here we go. Yep. This is like, this is what we were waiting for. This yep. is the thing. And the music's like, I gotta say, this morning I was driving to the station to go to work. And turn, you know, turn on the radio, Triple J's playing, it's, it's May the 4th. And as I start pulling away my house, I'm like, why can't I... Because so, I had the radio down really low. I'm like, why can't I hear Star Wars music? And I turned it up and it was Triple, Bl- Triple J was playing Jewel of the Faith. The whole song. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. It's for Star yeah. Wars Day. And I was just driving that. And like, I haven't felt... I've never felt so emotional. I've heard the national anthem and never felt <laughs> that emotional. I've got, I've didn't felt nothing at all. <laughs> I put the windows down. I got it as loud as I'll go. I'm singing along... To words that I don't know what they are, but I'm mean like Burger Time, here we come, <laughs> and like the music belting out, and it was amazing. And it's like that the, I was saying, the best song in Star Wars and the best fight in Star Wars. And I know they didn't make a lot of sense uh, how they couldn't do that forced running super speed thing anymore, but didn't matter. That was amazing. Shame about the rest of the movie, but that fight was amazing. Uh, and because I had it on it on VCD, I would have watched it four or five hundred times. Just like in, uh, just like I think we mentioned before, I don't, uh, I don't agree with your opinion, but I'll, I'll defend with my life your right to have it. Thank you. And you know what I found really interesting about this is that that bit where the second lightsaber yeah, comes yes. out, I feel like in that moment, Adzo was ex- was as excited. As the people at the dildo company who were trying to come up with a new kind of dildo. <laughs> and they're like, we need to be great. So, coming to work, uh, every day, same old dildo. <laughs> My God, he's done it! Look at that! <laughs> we just double end this bad boy, and they were so excited, and then the force, and then the music came up. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God, he's done it. Um, <laughs> brilliant, dude. Yeah. Very well done. Um, yeah, look, interesting, very, you know, interesting take. 
Yeah. I didn't know that you felt that strong about that. Uh, look, definitely the best song of that of that of the prequels. Um, yeah, I definitely name another pre- song in the prequels. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the whole issue, I suppose, with Darth Maul, I have, and the whole thing about it. Although, again, having watched it with my son again, I got in, I enjoyed him more. But I, I remember how excited we were for the prequel. Yeah. I remember how there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. We're like, this is, you know, this was before, this was before like we were getting inundated with prequels. Yeah. It was we also were bef- genuinely excited. It was before high speed internet. Yeah. So we, it took me like an hour and a half to download the trailer. So yeah. I could watch the trailer 400 times on my Almost computer. Almost certain Simon downloaded it beforehand and we said, look, come and watch <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. We went and saw it and... Sort of midnight we session, didn't we? Disappointed. We were all disappointed. And Darth Maul was such a hyped up character in the posters, you know? He was yeah. like, yeah, this. Yeah, and yeah. A new of, villain. The really only point for him was that he killed Qui Gon Jinn, which, you know, and then no he died. No one really cared about anyway. And no one cared about And then Obi Wan. So he didn't really do too much. Um, that was obviously the best scene in the film. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, in terms of it being. My favourite across the series. I'm not asking you to be your favourite. No, no, no. This isn't. This, I'm not I trying know, to convince you of anything. I'm just saying. Like, no. I, I'm surprised that it is, but I, as I said, I accept why. But I can understand why you say it. Yeah, and yeah. I reckon. I'm, I reckon half of it is just how the music carries it, because I really think I love that song. And honestly, you could say that about all of Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the music carrying it? Just try rewatching Star Wars, but just swap all the music out for Yakety Sax and see how you go. I mean, that would ruin most things, but yeah. <laughs> Actually, maybe that would make it better. <laughs> Some bits. I Apparently, think... Darth Maul doesn't blink at all in the film, except for when he gets cut in half. Is that right? Yeah, I've watched it again. Apparently, basically, it's the whole thing about people trying to find out where he blinks in the... In the... I've got to watch it again. Okay. But he well, I love fan culture. I know. Does he blink? When does he blink? When does he blink? Let's analyze like, this. He definitely blinks when he gets cut in half. Have you seen the deleted scenes? Does he blink in there? Does Moving any line point wink? Oh, maybe. The hey, probably. What's the next? What's hey, the hey, next? Uh, the final, hey, you double-ended. The final <laughs> question is the dumbest thing to happen in any of the movies. Let's bring it back to Earth. Okay. The dumbest moment in the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, well, there's many. Yeah. So, so my one for this um, is in the second of the new ones. So yep. The Last Jedi. So, no. Sure. Which are, what was the name? Uh, I, I've seen them once. I can't even comment okay. on those. I can't things. remember. But basically, the second episode, one, I can think episode of, eight. I can episode, think of multiple things. That's right. That. Episode eight. Um, and it was Vice Admiral Holdo, and the fact that she just didn't tell Poe what she was doing. Yeah. And basically, the entire the entire the one with the purple hair. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, the chick from Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, Laura Dern. <laughs> but like the entire, pretty much like two-thirds of the content of the entire movie didn't need to happen. Like, the whole thing on the casino planet, yeah. none, of, oh, none, none of it needed to happen. All she had to say was, we're going to that planet over there. That's like, oh, okay. That's it. And she didn't even have to say it to everybody. She could just say it to him. <laughs> Either way, you knew what this was going to happen. And literally all you had to do was say, this is the plan. Yeah. And that, that was, was pretty it. bad. It was, just, it was just breathtakingly stupid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the correct, the correct answer to this segment is Jar Jar Binks. But... No, it's not. Or, or the midichlorians. But, so bad, yeah. Right. Uh, or um, the fact that with purple-haired girl, she yes. did that thing. The light speed. Why didn't they just let Admiral Akbar be the hero and uh, go down a hero? And he could have crashed his thing into. He got nothing. He, he, he got just nothing. died. He just died. He could have been. But like, apparently, uh, we're supposed to be concerned about Laura. Don't. Yeah. Why even? Why not get C three PO to do it? Jurassic He's a droid girl. 
Jurassic yeah. Park girl. Why not get one of the many robots that can fly ships? Like R2-D2 has shown he can quite clearly fly a ship. That's, why, that's actually true. Why not just, could just cry fly the why ship? Why use a human at all? Yeah. Anyway. I mean, and, and really, I think what that brings us back to is that Ryan Johnson is the hero of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the casino planet, Everything the horses on the ship. But we saved yeah. the horses. Yeah. Uh, the solo film. Um, no, for me, it's for me, it's a it's a joint uh, it's a joint thing between all from Phantom Menace. Yes, the midichlorians yep. when they're trying to explain the science of the force. Fuck oh, yeah. off! You yeah. can fuck it's right microscopic off. Microscopic organisms. Fuck right off! Yes. Just fuck right off! Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Who that that's and we've talked about this before. That's clearly the you know George Lucas in a in a room with all the producers. Yeah. He says that, and they're no one just, has the balls to say no. They're all gacked up. They're all they're just up. like high fiving each other. That's, like, that's unbelievable. Let's see what he says next. <laughs> Don't worry, Ryan Johnson will make him a hero later. And Jaja, watch Phantom Menace. You cannot even even watching him with my child. It was cringeworthy. Yeah, it's like a splinter in your dick. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I'm very excited for what you've got because you've usually okay. got some goldens here. Well, no, okay. So I did mention the um, I got two because I couldn't really decide, and they're all they're, there's so much dumb stuff. But the the whole how how Han Solo gets his name, he's up there. It's like, what's your name, Han? It's like you got to have a last name. So I don't have a last name. It's like, well, we'll just write down Solo because you're here by yourself. I'm like, I are you fucking serious? Like, what is probably the most popular character in the Star Wars franchise? Got named by some imperial guard who just like made an offhand joke about the fact that he was flying alone. Yeah, that's that, so bad. just so terrible. It's almost like a bad joke that you like. Uh, that's a dad joke of the week. It'd be like, yeah, okay. But instead, it was in. Well, sort of be like one of my best tattoos. <laughs> it was in one of the most powerful <laughs> franchises of all time. Um, but I also I just want to give a shout out to. There's this scene in the most recent one, the, the number nine. Where they're all drowning in this mud thing on this planet that's having like Burning Man or something. <laughs> that's right. And and uh, and Finn yells out to to what's her name Ray. So like, I have to tell you something. She looks at him. and like, yeah. It's like I have to tell you. And then they and go under, and they never come back to it. At no point for the rest that's of the movie right, do they yeah. come back to the fact that he yelled at her in his, when he thought he was dying. He yelled at her that he had to tell her something. And then the movie finishes and you never find out. And then like a month later, J.J. Abrams has an interview. It's like, oh yeah, he was going to tell her that he, he has the force. Like, that's not how you make a movie. You don't have the movie. You don't do the exposition a month later in an interview. You put it in the movie. You can't have this whole scene, this powerful like, oh, we're all going to die. I got to tell you something. And then just like not explain it, it at all. Yeah, just yeah, let yeah, it go. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh yeah, fuck, we should have written something for that guy. I thought he was going to tell her that he loved her. I mean, anything. Uh, anything, but don't explain it in an interview that's not going to be included on the DVD. Uh, that always pisses me off when you when a movie ends or a show ends and it's like, like you have to be to produce it. Yeah. Well, it's up to interpretation. That's yeah. how we want it. No, you forgot about it. <laughs> you complete, it's completely that bad didn't make any post-production. Sense. Just admit what you've done. Admit what you've done. And, what we didn't show you in the scene was that in the background this was going on. Just admit what you've done. You brought in you brought in Luke's Luke's um, lightsaber. Yeah. And you said that's a story for another time. And then you never told the story. It's actually true too. Hundred <laughs> percent. Honestly, they they're a dumpster. Fire. <laughs> Solo. The, the, the <laughs> Everyone goes quiet, then she just talks normally. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the 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 latest trilogy is the prettiest dumpster fire. You yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. That's great. Right. So pretty, pretty dumpster. It's pretty so dumpster pretty. Fire. Yeah. It's so. Awful. It's a dumpster fire full of stars. Yeah. Good call. 
Uh, can we just go back to uh, the best battles? Just quick shout out Jesus. to Darth Vader's um, scene at the end of Rogue One. Oh yeah, unbelievable! I got Fantastic. hard watching that. Yeah, we all did. Also, Luke's scene at the end of Mandalorian season two. Yeah, hard. Okay. So they they I think that was Disney's way of saying, "Look, we're sorry. We get it. Enjoy." And yeah. everyone's gone. Well, you've given us these two very short scenes, but that's enough. Okay. That's enough. So yeah. All right. Strap out, gentlemen. I think we had a tappy ass score eight, don't we? Was that it? Was that all the things? Yeah, that was just oh, the cool. five. All right. Wrapping up the show, we got uh, a couple of these have been sitting in uh, on the Freedman podcast tweets in the old inbox on the inbox since April nineteen. So there's two here. We already did one last week, which uh, you saw Chappie was very pleased with you, Phil. What was it again? <laughs> uh, something about why didn't the Jedi know that uh, Anakin was going to turn bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you were quite... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You had some things to say. I had quite a few things to say. Yeah, so I feel passionately about those things. <laughs> so there's two here. So let's start with the first okay. one. Uh, from the Sith perspective, Anakin was easy to poach from his Jedi job. He's a force prodigy, but doesn't get the promotion he wants. He worries about the people close to him dying. Employer doesn't care. Obi-Wan rags on him constantly. Are we surprised? So is that, are we surprised that he turned? Yeah, I guess that's the question. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's a, that's, it's, it's like a natural extension of that other question. Um, and um, Well, Yoda knew. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, they shouted it. Honestly, the, start. the whole thing just feels like they were like, it's like, it's like we're really worried this guy's going to turn, so let's be cunts to him. Like that, basically, yeah. like the whole way through, that seems to be the case. Yep. It's like, what, like, yep, what, yep, just what, yep, like, idiots. And if they all knew that he was going to be that powerful, why didn't they just make him a powerful, good Jedi yeah. and allow him to have more power? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, no, no, to just continually traumatize yeah. him until he breaks. It's a great idea. I think it wouldn't have made a good story arc. That's true. Yeah, that might have actually happened, but they just didn't bother filming it because it's not a great. I guess. Story. Look, I guess the I guess the big turning point with um, Anakin was that he wanted to get his end in. Right. That's the huge part of it. Why That's didn't the they big just let him? If they just let him, yeah, then you know maybe get some of that aggro off. Yeah. Which was kind of wasn't that didn't South Park make that comment about like terrorism back in the like early two thousands during the whole like you know that time um, terrorism yeah. thing? No, just like if these guys just got you know a fucking then yeah. they wouldn't be so stressed up and angry. You know, I think I think it was Mr. Garrison was saying that. It's the same thing with Anakin. Yep. Maybe just let him get his anger uh, yeah. a little bit. One hundred percent. Let him just let down his guard and. But the, uh, kid, the kid always had anger issues. They had anger issues from it. They, they should have seen that. But then it was really well, you know, sweet. You know what? You know, we, we all really we, sweet. We all had that kid in high school that had those anger issues. That you just like when you ran into him, you were always that little extra nice. I think it was Chappie. Yeah, yeah. Chappie was one of them that <laughs> we had to. I'll, I'll tell you who I'm talking about later. <laughs> I mean, um, we didn't, we didn't but have like, one in my school, so I assume I was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look to your left. Look nice to your right. <laughs> If, if you don't see it, chances you are Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> because like there was always that kid that you thought like if you know we, this guy is one amendment away from a school shooting, and you always actually you didn't goad him into being a psycho. 
You're like, just kept a wide berth and treated him extra nice. And that's what probably what they should have done to Anakin. Is uh, Steve Buscemi in The Jerk. Was it Steve Buscemi? In The Jerk? No, no. Was it St- no, Steve Buscemi in Billy Madison. Oh, yes. Yeah, where he calls up and he's like, he scratches off yeah, uh, he's Billy got Madison's the... name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, valid point. Valid point, Chappie. Yeah. Not really, uh, yep. no arguments I mean, we here. all agree. It's got nothing to do with us playing shuffleboard in Texas. So Thank God yeah. for that. Um, there was, was there wasn't a the second one might be no. <laughs> oh, by the way, should Tristan die a slow and horrible death for his rule breaking in, in Austin? Um, finally, if you were a Sith looking at Anakin, God, he's really obsessed with Anakin. He really isn't he? is. It's almost like he's, and he also he always said he just got like Maybe Anakin in Episode guy. One. Yeah, Maybe which he's that makes guy. it really creepy. Um, oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna make that joke. All right, if you were a Sith <laughs> looking, you're at standing at my son. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what was it? I, lo- I had the hots for the, um, Ash, the, Ash, the Olsen twins before they were famous. <laughs> oh, no. I liked Drew Barrymore before she was famous. Yeah, okay. Move on to Chappie. If you were a Sith looking... <laughs> right along. If you were a Sith looking at Anakin's CV, would you hire him? Sure, he's powerful. Not shy about killing Sandys. Except- oh, that sounds a little racist. Except- that sounds racist, doesn't it? Do you hire the guy willing to wipe out the grads at his current company? He might turn on his new boss if that guy slightly electrocuted his son. So I guess what he's asking there oh, is... Which is what know, happened. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, should they have been more cautious themselves about recruiting this guy? And uh, maybe yeah. the fact that he turned on them in, in the end was just writing on the wall. Great point. Yeah, really Great good. point. What do you reckon about that, Phil? Give us some inside knowledge. Come on. I feel like the that. summary of these questions um, roughly, roughly comes to um, um, shouldn't everyone involved have seen all of this coming? Yeah. Um, and the answer to that is yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. We, the however, audience, could and we're not even Jedi. However, the, the political structure of something empirical in nature is quite, a, quite Darwinistic in a way. They're going to actually want people taking out their colleagues because it's a climb to the top That's Darwinian true. kind of structure. Yeah. yeah. And so I think... I think yeah I, agree. I, I sort of look at it and I go actually it's the nature that he was like that that made him the perfect recruit but that that is what ends up toppling empires anyway it's a self-defeating cycle um, so they can't see coming the one thing that is inevitably gonna gonna hit the most them. driven people you want to recruit them but yeah. then you want to sort of cap them before they come for your job that's it yeah. yeah, I suppose in a very you know in a, in a spiritual way yes. Sith is just a religion and the idea is that yes. you're you want to be at the peak of it and the peak of it might be that you have to be overtaken by someone more powerful than you. That's it. Yeah. So, Chappie, you're wrong here, bro. Well, they could have gotten like... part of the plan. They could have gotten... Phil says you're wrong. They could have gotten Mon Mothma to me to him at some point and then when he's like all trying to... Oh, no, no, this is all blown out of proportion. Like, meanwhile, he's not gunning for the top spot anymore. <laughs> he's trying to cover his own ass. Yep. Nice. We're going nice. to have that for an answer, Chappie. Yep. Anakin uh... and should have gotten Me Too by Mon Mothma <laughs> oh dearie me dearie me uh, alright nice one dudes um, well, that, yeah, happy Star Wars Day 4th of July happy Star Wars of... Day everybody <laughs> mate oh my god uh, happy Star Wars Day rock on hope you enjoy our Star Wars special um, next week it's the Mexican special loving it Phil's just giving me like Dagger eyes right now. You just what? want you just want us out of your house. Yeah, get out. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um, okay you've got nine minutes for a diary, then, then get out. Oh, oh, we have to cut that. 
uh, no one ever gets to this part of the podcast anyway. So the meandering could, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll put on the music so it's really loud. Uh, all right. Well, good night, folks, and um, see you next week. See you later. Strap out, gentlemen.